every day, every week, every month, you know, going back to the beginning of this year, it's just always felt like that. It's always felt like the beginning. You know, you accomplish, accomplish one goal and then go to the next and, and then the next and then the next. And now you know, winning the East Championship and on to the, on to the Big Ten Championship next week. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Monday here after a big weekend in college football, including an upset. Look, I didn't do great in the NFL yesterday, but I was on Michigan plus seven and a half. I felt great Ooh. about that last Friday. I thought they would stay close. They were better than I thought. They won the game outright against Ohio State. And now Michigan looks like they're in great position. Well, they are in great position. If they beat Iowa, they're going to the playoff. Right now, the uh, national championship odds, Georgia minus 220. Alabama plus 750. And they'll play each other this weekend. We'll hit on that and the odds for that game. Michigan 10 to 1. Oklahoma State 12 to 1. Cincinnati 12 to 1. And there's a drop off after that to Notre Dame 25 to 1. Um, let's start with the Michigan thing, right? They win the game outright over Ohio State. They're in the driver's seat. Jim Harbaugh has his moment. He finally beats Ohio State. And they're going to go to the playoff. I mean, if we look at the odds, what, what, what's their, what are they favored by on Saturday? They are favored by... Ten and a half. Right now, ten and a half against Iowa. That's a big number. Where were you guys during the game? Not physically, just mentally. Because a- any college football fans knows this is the, one of the biggest rivalries in all sports one of the, the you know the last week but it hasn't been much of a rivalry for a long time and joji i don't know if you're really a penn state fan but you're a penn state observer you've been following the program forever uh myself do i like michigan no jim harbaugh there's a connection he's a former bears quarterback people have wanted him to be the bears head coach forever blah 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 but he could never get the job done and many outside of michigan probably at michigan flabbergasted that He's had had chance after chance after chance because you can't beat Ohio State. Why do you keep getting these opportunities? And going into the game, I would I didn't find myself rooting for Michigan because it's it's gotten to a point where it just feels like a loser's errand. Like it's just not. Listen, we know what's going to happen because this is how it always goes down. But as it became quite obvious what was going down in that game, and the Buckeyes defense could not stop them as the Wolverines just ran over them all game and the crowd's going crazy. I I was genuinely happy for Michigan, even though I don't love the fan base. And I was really happy for Jim Harbaugh. And it's a really good thing for us it, coming from Big Ten college football areas. It's a great thing when you've got that Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. Yeah, I was rooting for Michigan in the game, not just because I took him plus seven and a half. I'm with you on Harbaugh. I, I just think the reality of Harbaugh hasn't been as bad as the perception. They're not bad with him. They just never beat Ohio State. They never get to the playoff, and here they are. And now they're going to be there, and I I wouldn't be floored if they're in the title game. I mean, they're probably going to be in that 2-3 spot. You know, Georgia, if they win on Saturday, is going to be the one, of course, in the, in the rankings and, and the playoff picture, but... Aaron, I wouldn't be surprised if Jim Harbaugh and Michigan are in the national title game this year. The two wins Yeah, away. I mean, the committee was right. They do belong above MSU, and now they sit right there in the playoff picture, but they still have to win the Big Ten championship. But watching them run the ball 279 yards against Ohio State, I mean, that was just awesome. Haskins was great. He scored 
every touchdown but one in that victory. So very impressive win by Michigan. I was wrong. I was on the Ohio State side um, as we were discussing this, Joe G, last week. Um, and, hey, Harbaugh finally gets gets the W. It, from the sports betting part, that was fascinating to watch um, in the final hour before kickoff on Saturday because all the sports books were saying 95% of the bets, 98% of the money, all coming in on Ohio State. You could understand why. And you know what they were doing with that line? Nothing. Because the smart money, the people that know what they were doing, were betting Michigan, and those were the only people that were betting Michigan. And the books knew it. And like, okay, we'll take our position. And it's, it's one of the highly bet games of the entire calendar. Go ahead. Keep betting Ohio State. We're not moving the number. And guess what? The books crushed it. And the Sharps killed it in that game. So uh, that was a good call. I, I would make the case that Michigan, with what they did, now we're, we're taking the leap that they're going to take care of Iowa and we can let down spot, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about that all week. Iowa's got to score points. Okay, good luck doing that. I, I don't see how Iowa's going to score enough points to pull off the upset there. But even though Georgia has been by far the most dominant team in the nation, how the playoff sets up, now we'll find out tomorrow night with the drama, but how it sets up at the moment, if Cincinnati's the three, isn't Michigan in an advantageous spot here? Michigan gets Cincinnati in a 2-3, and then Georgia might have the tougher matchup in the 1-4. I think they have the, a great spot. I'd be surprised now if Michigan's not in the title game, which adds this layer of intrigue as we move forward here. And this is before the title game, but they have a game to go here. So you watch that game Saturday. The best player on the field was Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive lineman for Michigan. He wrecked the game. I mean, he just totally wrecked the game for C.J. Stroud for Ohio State. He wasn't even listed on FanDuel in terms of odds to win the Heisman. We're talking about defensive end here. He is now 20-1 to after that game. Look at the odds right now for Heisman. Bryce Young is the favorite minus 220. But remember, Bryce Young's final test is going to be against the Georgia defense. Do you think Bryce Young's going to put up big numbers on Saturday? I don't. They, I mean, Alabama could upset them. It's Alabama. But I don't think he's throwing for 300 yards against Georgia. So I don't think he has a great last game. C.J. Stroud, plus 450. He's not playing again. They're done. They didn't make the Big Ten title game. Matt Corral, 20 to 1. No, thank you. Kenny Pickett, twenty to one. He he does get the ACC title game, I guess, for one more, um, one more glimpse at this. Kenneth yeah. Walker, twenty to one. He's finished. And then there's Aiden Hutchinson, twenty to one. If Aiden Hutchinson goes out in the Big Ten title game and has three sacks, is he going to win the Heisman Trophy? Here's here's the key component. Before Saturday, I didn't know the winner. Did you know the winner? No, I did not. There was no clear-cut winner, right? Even though the odds tell us it's Bryce Young. I disagree with the odds. But you've got to make someone the favorite. And you've got to slot these guys in some way, trying to you know, create a market, right? Where people are going to bet on them. That was an all-timer. Now, I don't. he doesn't have to repeat that. But it kind of reminds you of last year. Okay, we got to the end. We're in December, and we didn't know the winner. And then, okay, which one of one of the top teams... The best player on one of the top teams is going to win it. Is it Hutchinson? Three sacks, 15 quarterback pressures. Amazing. Since PFF started tracking this stuff, that's by far the highest we've seen. 15 quarterback pressures, 
in the biggest game of the season. All of a sudden, they are the clear-cut number two team in the nation. Maybe. Maybe. Not something we contemplated at all. A defensive player. And then maybe it's a Michigan defensive player since, what, 1997? Charles Woodson? Yes. Yes. I was just going to bring that up. And he's still 20 to 1 this morning on FanDuel Sportsbook. I, it, it, if I'm going down the line of my betting on Young, I'm just going to start scratching through names. Young, no. Stroud, no. Corral, no. Pickett, uh uh-uh. uh. Walker, no. Not even in the Big Ten championship game. I, I'd probably put a bet down on Hutchinson at 20 to 1 and hope he wrecks another game. And the key is going to be that, that, you know, the quarterback at Alabama, Bryce Young, has to play Georgia. He has to play the top defense in the country. Like, if he lights them up, he's going to win. He's going right? to win. Yeah. But yeah. is he going to light them up? I mean, they're a great defense. Probably not. But but we have to bet minus 220 to bet on Bryce Young. And he's going up against a great defense. So, you, right. yeah, I think that's a losing proposition. Do you, you know, you know Woods is the only primary defender to ever win the Heisman? Yeah. Now it can happen again at Michigan? That's crazy. And that happened in 2021. Can a defensive player who, who we've we've known his name, he's been an elite player, but he he has not been, he's not sniff the Heisman conversation. Can he jump in this late and take the Heisman because nobody else did? I so I don't I mean, see why not. Now, like if if they if he was at fifty to one right now, I think we'd be talking ourselves into something that wasn't real. He's at twenty to one. Like there's only two players ahead of him. It's only Young and Stroud. I mean, I know he's tied with Corral and Pickett and Walker, but they're. I mean, that that's forget that. He's going to go to the playoff and has a, a Big Ten title game to finish off his resume. That's pretty wild there. I mean, that's. What do you make of the odds? And we'll get to the games. I'm sure as the week goes on. I think it's six and a half is the number on the uh, Georgia Alabama game. What do you guys make of the odds on to win the title? Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati. Are they telling us Oklahoma State's in if they win and Alabama loses? Is that what we're seeing here? Uh, there's a path for Notre Dame. Which is a Baylor win over Oklahoma State? Yeah. There's a path for Notre Dame and, and their only losses to Cincinnati in South Bend. Right. So you'd go out. You'd go Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. That would be our. That would be it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm saying that's the the outside chance. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but it's amazing that we're here and there's still a path here for Notre Dame, even though they lost a Cincinnati game. Let me throw this out. Yeah. Is there any way? That Alabama loses no. 21-20. Gosh, no? no. Are you sure? sure? Are you sure, though? I think they're yes. putting Cincinnati and Oklahoma State and Notre Dame in over two loss Alabama? Yes. I, okay. I am so out on Alabama. And maybe this is me. Maybe I'm going too far. But let's look at the real resume. Like, just forget the Alabama part for, for, for one second here. So you have a loss to Texas A&M. Okay, fine. And then you're saying your two losses, Texas A&M and, and also Georgia, which people would say, oh, and you're in the best conference. And you needed four overtimes to take down Auburn. You had a one-score victory over Arkansas. They tried to give that LSU game away. That was a one-score game. Against LSU, just fired their head coach. Um, they beat Florida. 
by two points, and they're not as good as we thought. So in the end, we have that one loss and these four tight wins. How many of those five teams, Joe G, finish above 500 in SEC play? Not many. Zero. Yeah, Zero enough. of the five. They're <laughs> the not good. Not good. They're not that good. I know. Yeah, but and, and Nick Saban wants to lecture everybody about the unfair expectations. It was a great rant. It was a great oh rant. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> such crap. It was oh, – it was – and it was just we've seen this a million times where the head coach is in front of a crowd and they start cheering. They're drunk and they're going to cheer no matter what you say. It gets louder and louder. I hear you. Breaking NFL news next and a big one for this week. We'll hit it next. Becky Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.